Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Excited to be here this morning. Excited. We're in a new location. It's good to be back. The 10 a.m. service. I enjoyed the afternoon service, but it's good to be back in the morning and we get about our day and we do what we do. We're journeying, as Pete said, towards our own building, literally. So we've been to school hall. Then we've been online, then we've been to Noosa Church, then we've been to the Hillsong Hub. So I think all we're really doing is proving that the church isn't the building. The church is the people in Jesus' name. I just think God has a rocking sense of humor because if you had asked me seven or eight years ago, do you think you'll go here and then here and then here? No, I didn't. It's been fun, and it is fun, and it's going to continue to be fun as we adventure our way towards the future. And I, if anything, I just want to encourage you and echo what Melissa said is, let's dream again. Let's see beyond today. Let's look towards the future because our future is assured in Christ. And our future is glorious. And it says the way of the righteous winds upwards. God's intention for your life is that you would go from strength to strength and glory to glory. That, That his blessing, his favor, the anointing of heaven would rest upon your life. And so I want to encourage you, let's step into doing that today. Because I tell you what, I feel like the enemy uh, came in uh, last year and tried to unsettle some things, some things that had been established in people's worlds, some dreams that had been seen and held onto for a long time but then let go of. Uh, And I want to encourage you, let's dream again. Let's dream big, bold, (coughs) audacious dreams, looking towards the future and say, God, with you, all things are possible. I can't do this on my own. I can't do this in my own strength. But God, I believe in you. I can see this come to pass. Amen? Amen. And I read a quote just a few days ago. It says, if you're questioning whether or not the dreams that God put in your heart will come to pass, remember the journey Joseph had to take. God always keeps his promises. They just might take you on a different path than you had originally thought. When Joseph got his dream from God, I, I bet he didn't think... He'd be sold into slavery. He'd be despised by his brothers. He'd be falsely accused. He'd rise to the top. He'd be put in jail. He'd rise to the top again. And then he would see come to pass what God had ordained for his life. But like Melissa said, God's timing is perfect. We may not always understand it. We may not always see how it's going to work out. But God is faithful to his promises. And if he's spoken a word into your heart. See, today I want to talk about dreaming again. But I also want to focus on seeing dreams resurrected. Because it says where the enemy comes in like the flood, God will set up a standard. He will raise a standard. And so wherever the enemy may have come into our lives and unsettled rhythms or stolen dreams or, or just you know, brought a heaviness around our life. I want to tell you today, God can breathe life into dead things. God can bring life from nothing. God can resurrect dreams in our lives. Amen? Because I'm convinced it's time for the church to fire up. It's time to fire up. If we're the king's kids... If we're the anointed, the called, the chosen, the set apart, the sanctified, if, if, we, if we are what the Bible says we are, then we're to live victoriously. We're to live above circumstance. We're to live beyond what we know today. We're to live with, with the, the heart and mind of Christ beating in our chests. I want us to get excited. Your future is brighter than your past. Your greatest days lay ahead. Dream again. Dream again. 
Don't don't get stagnant. Don't don't get stuck. Don't let's press forward. And I love what it says in Hebrews. You've heard me say this a thousand times. But we're not of those that shrink back under destruction. Yeah. We're of those that press forward under yeah. salvation. And I know that the devil wants us to shrink back, yeah. to slow down, to stop dreaming, to just accept what we know. But I'm telling you, God has more for each of us. Yeah. And I absolutely love Pete's uh, offering message, just talking about the simplicity of speaking into somebody's life eight years ago, not remembering what he said, but saying it in the moment in with love and with passion and commitment. The Bible says one waters, another sows, and another, and it's the Lord that brings the increase. You don't know what, what God will do through you today. Let's dream again. Let's dream beyond us. Let's dream towards creation because it says that God's will is that none should perish but all should come to eternal life. And God wants to use you in his army to see others swept into the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Amen. And the word says that without a vision, my people perish. God wants you full of vision for your life and for your future. God wants you full. He wants you brimming over with vision. He wants you to dream beyond what you can achieve in your own strength. Because I I love that song. It says, uh, while I'm waiting, I'm not waiting. I know heaven lives in me. The scriptures say, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God and the spirit of God is on the inside of you, causing you to be all that you've created to be. Let the Spirit of God loosen your life. Let the Spirit of God come upon you afresh, daily, so that you can dream again and dream and not worry. God wants you to dream but not to worry. Not to worry how the dream's going to come to pass. Not to worry about the the magnitude of the dream. God just wants you to dream. And if you feel like you've been in a dark place or a dreamless place or you haven't had vision, I I want you to see yourself and picture in your mind's eye the clouds parting, the peace of God coming, and and dreams and vision. It says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all all flesh. Young men will dream dreams. Old men will see visions. We are living in a time where God wants to pour out again and afresh and in unlimited measure his dreams for our realities. Amen. And uh, you know, Jeremiah, and this is cool, it says, uh, 29, 11, I know the plans and purposes I have for you, declares the Lord. But my question today is, what plans and purposes do you have for your own life? Because it also says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So, so it's God that plants desire, uh, desires on the inside of us, but we need to let the dream factory come alive. We, we need to let ourselves go beyond you know, the confines of our, our income or our health status or any other thing. Go, God, let's do this. Let's walk together towards the assured future that you have for my life. And uh, you know, the great statement is that you travel in life in the direction of your dominant thoughts. You travel in life in the direction of your dominant thoughts. What are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? What are you dreaming for? Don't let it be small. Don't let it be capped. Don't let it be limited because we serve uh, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. There is none before God. There is none to come after God. He is is all. There is no limit in God. And, you know, as a church, we want to see souls one. We want to make disciples and we want to empower saints. But that's not the organization doing that. That's each of us doing that. Every day you have an opportunity to go and speak faith, hope and love into somebody's life. You can bring heaven to earth every single day. You're a carrier of the Spirit of God. You're a carrier of truth. And as you dream and look beyond the house, the car, the holiday, whatever it might be, and you look towards others, God will use you to plant seeds that that 
somebody else may water, but God will bring the increase. Let's be those that sow seeds of faith into every single person's life because we all have our own individual sphere of influence. You have a sphere of influence. Pete can impact people where Pete impact, but you can impact people. Smile, laugh, love, be generous of yourself, give yourself, and let people see your faith. Shine bright in the earth. Amen? Amen. And so, as a church, we want to impact our community and influence the Sunshine Coast uh, and just set a culture, as I said, of faith, hope, and love. And we want to be a church that empowers people to live their best lives, to rise and not to be squashed by, by circumstance or, or whatever's happening in their world. Amen? Amen. And uh, I was thinking just through that we all have dreams. As young people, we all have dreams. Uh, getting our first car, uh, buying our first house, finding the, the man or woman of our dreams, uh, you know, traveling the world, whatever it may be. And I look back and, and, and all those things that I dreamt about as a young person have come to pass. They've come about. So now I have to dream again. And the amazing thing is that the ones that came to pass were the ones I didn't let go of. I want to I encourage people here today, firm your grip up. Hold on to those things. Hold on to those promises. Hold on to, to those yeah. things that have been spoken in your and don't let them go. Because the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. To steal your dreams. To steal your joy. To steal your... But I have come that you may have life. And life more abundantly. God wants you, as I said, blessed, abundant, in joy, filled with hope, faith, Love. He wants you to know that He is enough for your life and He will cause you to walk in enough to be a blessing in every occasion. And I love what it says in Psalm 27, verse 13. It says, David says this, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I love this. I would have lost heart unless I had believed. Let's, let's go to that place of faith. Let's go to that faith place of believing. Let's go to that place of all things are possible to those who believe. Uh, whether it's a bit with your business, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's with your finances, your health. What, let's just go to that. I would have lost heart if I had not believed. A hopeless life, a life devoid of faith is just a depressing, heavy, compromising life. But God said, I've come that you may have, I've come that you could open up, I've come that you could receive, I've come that I could pour out into your world. So I want to encourage each of us today, wait and see. Wait and see. Let's not get impatient. Let's dream and then wait and see. God, do it. And do it in your timing. And do it through your strength because, God, I'm just waiting on you and believing in you. So today, as Melissa said, there's dream cards and in Habakkuk 2.2, 2, it says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the, the vision and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. Write the vision down and make it plain. I want to encourage you, write the vision down today. Yeah. Write the vision down for, for, for whatever it is that you want to see happen in 2021. Because I'm telling you, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. We've been doing this for like 27 years now, writing down our visions down, and the funny thing is that the things that haven't come to pass are those that we haven't written down, that we haven't focused on, that we haven't declared, but the things that we've written down and focused on and looked at and believed for, God has made a way. And, and I want to encourage you here today, God will make a way. Yeah. As you pray, as you worship, as you, again, Melissa was talking before about surrendering to God. 
One of the hardest things to do in life is to wait and see. Yeah, just, just to surrender. Because I've got, I got intellect and I've got strength and I've got ability and I've got dream. But God goes, that's all good. But why don't you wait on me and see what I will do? Because when I do it on your behalf, it'll be far better than what you can achieve on your own. God wants to take you further than your dream. God wants to take you beyond just the desires in your heart. He wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or imagine. Do you believe that this morning? God wants to do exceedingly abundantly more in your life. So what are you believing for? What are you dreaming for? What are you waiting on? Go to faith. Wait and see. Because as I said last week, faith isn't static, it's active. Faith does something. Hebrews 11 says, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. If you haven't seen it yet, keep dreaming. Keep believing. Keep stepping out. Keep pushing forward. Keep taking ground and watch what God will do as you do. Amen? Amen. I just wrote this down before. Vision's powerful. It excites. It enables. It energizes and sustains. And like I said before, God is not only the giver of dreams, but also the restorer of dreams. I feel like God was, was speaking to me about there's people that have shelved some dreams. And, and it was possible in the past, but we've just walked through a tough season, so now I'm going to shelve that because I don't know if that was reality. Well, the thing is this, the supernatural is never reality. It's supernatural. It's beyond what we can comprehend. It's beyond what we can understand. God wants to do more through your life and in your life. And if 2020 was a testing time, let's not give up on our dreams. Yeah. Let's, let's believe for them to be restored. Amen? Amen. So here's the scripture. Uh, that I want to bring to us to focus on, and it's, it's 2 Kings 4, starting in verse 8. It says, One day Elisha, who was a prophet of God, went to Shunem, and a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat, and she said to her husband, I know that this man often comes our way, and he is a holy man of God. So let's make a small room on the roof, put a table in it, uh, put, a, put a bed in it and a table, a chair and a lamp for him, that he can stay there whenever he comes. Uh, one day when Elijah came... Uh, he went up to the room to lay down there, and he said to his servant Gehazi, call the Shunammite. So he called her, and he stood before her, and Elijah said to him, tell her, uh, you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now what can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king, the commander of the army? And she replied, oh, what did you do that for? And she replied, Where am I? She replied, I have a home among my own people. What can be done for her? Elisha asked. And Gehazi said, she has no son and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your arms. What had she been dreaming of her whole life? Holding a son, a child in her arms. That was her dream. No, my Lord, she objected. Please, man of God, don't mislead your servant. But the woman became pregnant, and the next year, about the same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. The children grew, and one, uh, the child grew, and one day went out to his father, who was with the reapers. He said to his father, "My head, my head." And his father told us to carry him to his mother. After the servant had lifted him and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and she shut the door and went out. Amazing story. Depressing story. <laughs> but did anybody see yourself in this story at all? The end of the story is not depressing. Spoiler alert. You've made room for God in your life. You've said, God, I want a journey with you. 
God, I'm, I'm making space for you. I'm going to do that Bible reading plan. I'm going to set about uh, seeking you and, and, and praying and, and waiting on your voice. God, I want... And then God goes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I want a journey with you. Fantastic. Here's a dream. Here's another dream. Here's some blessing. Here's some favor. Here's some guidance in life. Here's some wisdom for the journey ahead. I, I'm with you. And then something goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, but but I'm, I'm moving forward. I'm in God. I'm favored. I'm blessed. I'm moving... Yeah, but the storms of life will still come. Yeah. Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but they will be formed. But we're big enough, we're strong enough, we're, we're filled enough to get beyond what we face yeah. to still dream to, for the future. Yeah. So, so we get to the point where you take one step forward, two step, the business is going well, and then I get a big bill, and then the tax office says, you owe us this amount of money, or, or kids are doing great, then they go off the rails, or, or relationship doesn't work out like we thought it was. Does anybody see themselves in this story? It was a promise. There was a promise given and a promise fulfilled. And then it was taken again. And like I said before, I sense that the the enemies tried to rock some people's worlds over the last year so that they questioned God's reality in their life. I want to let you know God is is realer than the circumstances you face. God is bigger than the challenges that have presented themselves. The storms may come, but you will rise above. The enemy may lie, but the truth of the word of God will always be heard if you'll position yourself and, and incline your ear. And the cool thing is, it says in Romans 8, 28, we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purposes. So I just want to simply, in a few minutes, share some thoughts about seeing our dreams realized and resurrected. Amen? Amen. Is this all right? Is this going to help me on? Going to write down dreams? Going to pray over dreams? Can we go get a coffee? Oh, my Lord. First thing... When we're thinking about dreams, and we think about dreams being resurrected, is speak faith. This woman has just lost the very thing that she's desired her entire life. You may have lost something in the last year. You may have lost something that you dreamed of, or you may have just lost a dream. But in verse 23, she said, it is well. The reality was it wasn't well. We know all things are working together for good, but it wasn't well right then. So sometimes when life takes a turn or, or the winds start to blow against us, just, just have it in your soul. It is well. I'm still journeying with Christ. God is still for me and not against me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When I wait on him, I will rise up. I'll get a different perspective of my life and circumstances because it is God that sustains me. And can I encourage you? Use your mouth to speak life, not death. To, to, to breathe life back into it is well. She could have said, he is dead. You know, it's not good. This this is tough. I I had something given to me. Now it's been taken away from me. She didn't do that. She spoke life. She spoke truth. She spoke faith towards the future. And I tell you, as we do that, we're always prophesying towards the future. Prophesy towards your future. Prophesy towards the day that you want to see yourself in. Prophesy into a larger capacity. Prophesy towards greater levels of faith in your life. Prophesy towards greater levels of blessing and abundance in your world. And let God, you know, back that. Amen? Again, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Yeah, but I don't have it in my life. No, not yet, but prophesy. Prophesy that business is booming. Prophesy that that health is abounding. I love that the line in that song, I'm going to sing like a man that has no sickness in my body. That's just defiant. I think we need to rise up and fight 
Let's push back on the enemy. If he's going to come to steal, kill, and destroy, let's, let's steal, kill, and destroy the kingdom of darkness. Let's bring faith, hope, and love. Let's rise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. It's time as the church, the church being you, the church being me, to arise and shine. Why don't you just carry life everywhere you go? Why don't you just be a carrier of hope, somebody that traffics faith, hope, and love, that anybody that meets you, they're, they're injected with faith. They can't help but feel good about themselves. They can't help to look beyond their current circumstance. I've got somebody right now that I'm, I'm sending scriptures to every single day. They need healing in their body. They've got a challenge that they're, I'm sending them scriptures every single morning and I'm praying over them and I'm speaking words of faith and hope and love because the devil's not going to win. We're yeah. going to overcome in yeah. Jesus' name. Amen. So don't speak about your problems, speak to them. Second thing is this, go to God quickly. If you've got, a, if you've got something you've lost or something that's been taken, go to God quickly. Don't run to man, don't run to other people. Run to God quickly. She says in verse 22, she called her husband and said, please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. And he goes, why go to him today, he asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. That's all right. She's still speaking faith. She's still, she's still got vision. That's all right, she said. She saddled the donkey and said to her servant, lead on and don't slow down for me unless I tell you to. She had to get to God. Because God is not only the giver of dreams, he's the restorer of dreams. If you've lost something in your life, if you feel like there's an element of, of vision that's died in your life, go to God quickly. Don't, don't wallow in the mire. Don't woe is me. Don't, just go to God quickly and watch what he can do. He knows you. He gave you the dream in the first place. He knit you together in your mother's womb. You need to get back to God. And the, 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 another one is take hold of your promise even when others discourage you from doing so. Hold on to that thing. Others don't get your dream. Others don't get your vision. It's given to you by God uniquely. Hold on to it. Hold on to it tightly. In verse 27, it says, when she reached the man of God at the mount, she took a hold of his feet and Gehazi came over to push her away. But the man of God said, leave her alone. She is in bitter distress. But the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me why. Sometimes there is opposition to us achieving our dreams or holding on to our dreams or seeing them resurrected. I want to encourage you again. Let's get some mongrel on the insides. Let's not be too nice that, you know, to, that we're irrelevant. As the church, we should have some fight on the inside of us. Rise up and speak to your storm. Rise up and, and face the, stare the devil down and say, not today, devil. You're not going to win in my life today. I'm going to dream big. I'm going to believe big. I'm going to search forward in life. And I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord going before me. Get wise counsel, but go to God. We need friends. We need other voices in our world. But if they take you off course and, and cause you to let go of your dream, go to God first. Yeah. Make him number one in your life. Let him be the loudest voice. Let the truth of the word of God resonate louder than any other thing. Amen? Amen. Third, uh, next thing is be honest with God. It's all right to be ticked. The Bible says get angry but don't sin. So you've got to channel your anger in the right direction. Let it be fuel for the journey. Let it be fuel for the future. It's okay to get... If the devil's coming to steal, kill, and destroy, you can get annoyed about that. You can get upset about that. You can push back on that. You just don't have to accept everything that comes at you and happens to you in life. And she was pretty honest. It wasn't so much of a faith statement. In verse 28, it says, Then she said, Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Did I not say, Don't give me false hope? I'm hurting. I didn't ask for this. 
but you gave it to me, and I, and I, I loved it because it was my heart's desire, but I didn't ask for it. Sometimes things happen to us in life that we didn't ask for, but we remember that all things are working together for our good because we're called according to his purposes. She just got real with God. Can I encourage you? You don't have to be a super saint. You don't have to be over-the-top religious. You can be you. You can just do you really well and be real with God, and God's okay. He's not going to fall off the throne. He's not going to get upset and go, well, I'm taking that back now. He's going, no, no, I, now I've got you. Now I've located you. Now we're being real. Let me do what you can't do. Is this all right? Good. You don't have to do it. We'll have it all together. Just do life being you. Next one is don't let go of God until he gives you the promise. Don't let go of God until he gives you the promise. If you've got a dream on the inside of you that's been given to you from that, don't let go of God until he gives you the promise. In verse 30 it says, but the child's mother said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So she, he got up and followed her. You see, the prophet was going to send Gehazi, the substitute. But sometimes there's no substitute when we're waiting on our dreams to come to pass. Sometimes we just got to hold on to God. White, white knuckled, determined, committed. You know what? This is a hell of a journey. I can't believe it. We're going from here, we're going to here. But don't let go of God. Don't let go of God. If there's that dream on the inside towards it, just don't let go of God and watch what he will do. Don't accept the alternatives. Well, well, I was dreaming for this, but I could just settle for this. No, God wants you to have the best in life. God wants you to live in victory. God wants you to exceedingly, abundantly abound in life. Amen? Amen. You know, in, uh, in Galatians 5, it says, for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Vision will set you free. Visionlessness will cause you to be bound in life because yeah. I am locked my today. Yeah. I'm locked to the immediate. I'm locked to my emotions. I'm locked to my circumstance. But vision will set you free. And vision comes from God. So again, let, let's just be God seekers. I think I'm on day 33 of the Bible in a year again. Every year I read the Bible in a year and I'm on day 33. And, and I want to encourage you that as I seek God and as I read the word and as I press into God, vision comes. So if you're feeling vision, and how do I get a dream? And how do I dream towards the future? What can I ask for? Go to the Word of God and watch what it says. You know, the Bible says, let no one rob you of your reward. Your reward is having a creative capacity on the inside of you. You're made in the image of God, filled with the Spirit of God, called into the purposes of God. You have an ability to dream, create, and prophesy what you've seen into reality. Next one is trust God to breathe life into dead situations. Just trust that God is able. Trust, you know, it says in, in, in uh, Isaiah 55 that his ways are not our ways, nor his thoughts our thoughts, but his ways are above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. In, in verse 30 it says this, but as the, ch- the, the child's mother says, surely as the Lord lives, I will not leave you. So he got up, followed her, and Gehazi went on and laid the staff on the boy's face. So the alternative came anyway. But there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went back to meet Elijah and told him the boy has not awakened. When Elijah reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his couch. He went in, shut the door on the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he got on the bed, lay on the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hand. He stretched himself on him. The boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned and walked back and forth in the room and then got on the bed and stretched out on him once more. Then the boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Trust God to breathe life 
into death situations. If there's dreams that have died, if there's desires that have died, if there's thoughts that, you, you know, I, I can't go for that any longer, just, just believe and trust that God is able to breathe life back into dead situations. Yeah. Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. That's the surrendering. That's the waiting and seeing. God, I trust you, but trusting looks like something. Trust looks like waiting and seeing. Positioning yourself for God to move. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.